Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber, the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who wishes this was over and done, and the other who is just getting started. Oh, how oh, true is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Sebastian. Um, it's of, a me, Sebastian. Of your inoffensive. Centrist democracy you world America. Are Italian. It wouldn't be racist if you said it that way. Uh I mean, but I'm not gonna. Um <laughs> Are you yeah. genuinely Italian? Yes. Were you born in Australia? I was born here. Um my father was born in Sicily. My mother was born here, but also Italian. Okay. So yeah, genetically speaking, I'm Italian, citizen wise, Australian. You can tell because I'm slightly <laughs> racist. Um yeah, it's me, World America. We're here to we're here to punch some Nazis. I always find those distinctions very awkward because I come from a Polish family, yet I was born in Australia, and I've never really felt, you know, like a like a complete member of either club. It's it, you know, n- nationality seems to, depending on who you talk to, it's either geographic or cultural or some mix of the two. Or genetic. <laughs> or genetic, yes. Yeah. <laughs> But it's never really clear and never really well defined, and that answer can be spun in any way you like. Really, it's kind of meaningless to say yes, I'm. It can only really be cultural, though, right? That's that's really that's what cultural. I'm thinking because yeah. that's how you live your life, and that's certainly the answer that has the most meaning. I think yeah. it's more up for grabs in Western cultures because we don't have a culture because we are so, so homogenous. <gasps> how dare you, well, Seb? No, it's just bits. It's there is a, a great European tradition of, you know, not believing in witchcraft and, you know, voodoo magic. And, and certain you kinds know, of bread that you can only make during know, certain seasons. For, for, for a culture that doesn't believe in witchcraft, you sure killed a lot of witches. Europe, you sure did. That's how we're certain it doesn't exist anymore. I'm Andrew Shoster, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, hello. <laughs> this is the second last episode. Thank you for joining us. Uh, there's 147 episodes for you to go back and listen to. Um, some of them Patreon, some of them others. And we'll be releasing all the Patreon episodes after the last episode on this feed. Zane, I need to stop you there. Oh, no. I actually have an emergency issue. <laughs> I have one involving a monkey. Is it Ooh, more important than monkey? monkey. <laughs> uh, I mean, mine literally is about sticky floors. So, <laughs> I mean, oh, I my God. Mine is called monkey business. The legal world is in turmoil following the murder of a zookeeper 
Kristen Mendeleev. Oh dear. The only witness to this crime is the victim's prized charge, Max, the lowland gorilla. Max has repeatedly communicated the victim's final words, identified the murderer via and identified the murderer via sign language. Top legal experts are debating whether or not animals should be allowed to testify. That's a very interesting situation. That's genuinely interesting. So something we need to take into account is that in the in the in the past of Zane Australia, animals became sentient yes. and started communicating with us and were granted personhood. Let's continue. So <laughs> to deny them, you know, testimony at this point would be yeah. to deny So obviously this is uh, an animal that can't verbally communicate but can via sign language. Well, I mean, all you have to, you know, do to, to, to see where this is going is say, okay, would you accept testimony from someone who could only speak in sign language? And you absolutely also, would. Also, someone with restricted mental capacity. That would have to be weighed by the jury, but exactly. its, ad, it's admissibility so, is not an issue. I have three options. Okay. Option number one. Of course the gorilla should be allowed to testify, demands Phil Hutz, the lawyer for the prosecution, who has lost every single case, yet still <laughs> receives business. Of course he does. Government business. <laughs> also, he's a Hutz. He comes from a long line of famous lawyers. Max has not only identified the murderer, but also how his keeper was murdered. His testimony must absolutely be considered, if you ask me. The trial is as good as done. He has my vote, because this is stupid and hilarious, and I want it to happen. <laughs> For me, that's the crazy option. I'm not saying it's also bad, but it's the most entertaining. I can't imagine it, unless the other ones are, let's also bring in a bird. Then that's also up for grabs. Option number two. This is ridiculous. Scott's sharply dressed Rex Stoker, the most expensive defence lawyer in Australia who has never lost a case. For Violet's sake, this witness is an animal, not a person. It's a mockery of justice to convict an accused based on the signals of a gorilla. Which, may I remind you, could have easily been trained. Frankly, I can't believe that we're wasting our time debating this nonsense. I mean, in a non in a world in our actual world, the idea and it's true that the gorilla could literally be trained to point and sign in a certain way merely for a treat. Like it could be literally schooled in how to respond. Sure. So He's not wrong in a sense that because you can't cross-examine a gorilla. Sure you can. You just need an interpreter to do it. Yeah, but then that also brings into the idea... And this is all all evidence that you could put in front of a jury. There are legitimate... I'm just looking it up. There are legitimately cases, yeah, yeah. Uh, specifically in the US, where parrots mm. have given testimony... Just by repeating what they, what they heard. They also do it in the Phoenix Wright video games. <laughs> Well, but that's from the from season one. It's it's very nice. There's there's the US case of Echo, uh, which was in in the mid nineties. It was a parrot owned by New Zealand uh, New Zealand New Orleans crime boss. Um, he, he he gave testimony. Uh, he he stood and repeated what he what he'd heard. And after testifying, Echo was placed in witness protection and now lives <laughs> now lives in hiding in a bird sanctuary. I think Aww. that's rather nice. <laughs> that is nice. I've always liked bird sanctuaries. But incredible, yeah, it has genuinely yeah. happened. Option number three. Ah, uh, 
but what if the gorilla is the murderer? Ooh. Deduces prominent mystery author Edgar Doyle while dusting my coffee cup for prints. The police have stated that the victim repeatedly changed her will so that her favorite ape inherited everything, and the will itself was covered in fruit seeds. Animals share the same lust for violence and greed that humans do. Haven't you ever watched Animal Planet? They spend their entire lives killing and eating each other. In order to keep our citizens safe, we should hold animals accountable under the same laws humans are. And in the case of murderers like this gorilla, they should be put down. Uh, are people put down? Are people put down, Edgar Doyle? Max has yes. the means and the motive. Officers, arrest that gorilla. Yeah, in Zane Australia. Can I speak? We don't have capital punishment. You don't have capital punishment? That's just a world American thing? Just a world American thing. Can I speak on behalf of the crazy man that just spoke? <laughs> you may. Okay. Hear me out. If your society, through the changes, through animals talking and gaining sentience, all that, has come to that point, whether or not this gorilla is guilty or not, I can't I can't speak to you because I, I, we don't know the answer. But they actually should be held accountable to a higher standard than what was previously done. They should. They should. But he literally says they should be put down. And I don't kill people. No, I agree. I people. agree. So this is a different set of laws. Yeah. Like you can find an animal guilty and that should be something that you can can do. And a jury can do that by finding the actual defendant not guilty, the gorilla did it. And then the gorilla probably would be put down under the regular yeah. system. Yeah. This is this a is, fun one. This is a nothing. This is a nothing thing. It's complete misdirection. Yeah. Because it's 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 laying suspicion and that's not even the issue. Yeah. This is interesting for me because it's either you hold animals to the same accountability that you do people or you allow them to testify in court. And I don't care which one you pick because they're the, both funny. The problem with having animals testify in court is that they can't swear an oath. Oh, Andrew, if, if, I if think you, this is a terrible idea, <laughs> but he wants to make it, which is why I don't want to stop him. If you think the swearing an oath is an important part, and all that really does is open up possible perjury charges later on, because but whether you really take an anyway, oath or not doesn't stop you from lying, if that's, if that's your intention. As much as this issue wants you to think <clears throat> that I am raising animals <laughs> to the level of humans, it's not what it's about. No. It's about, are we admitting this evidence into the case are we allowing based the on the fact that it's coming from an animal yes that's that's are we what allowing we, yeah. the prosecution to present the gorilla was there the gorilla knows things and can communicate and has communicated this yes. and then evidence to back up this gorilla has this vocabulary and this ability to communicate do you trust it I don't mind. I think it's. I think it's a, a kind of a funny option, which of is. Course, and, and I can see why it's reasonable as well. I don't think it's like it's not stupid, but for me, it's like uh, he's either criminalizing animals or allowing them to testify in court. And for me, that's a win-win zone because if they're both silly in their own way. If something human, animal, AI is sentient, they should be granted the ability to communicate in ever, any other way. We shouldn't. We shouldn't uh, segregate intelligence. Unless there's an issue, I'm going to go the first option. No, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to video because I like both of them. <laughs> Good. It can be a real jungle in the modern courtroom. Diverse options for Zane Australia is varied youth. You, you, there is uh, one change. One change here. Uh, and it is 0.48% up. Anyone care to guess what it is? Ooh. Uh, inclusiveness? Inclusiveness. Oh, really? Yes. 0.48% oh. <laughs> up. 
Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that was literally it. That's, that's it. That's I've the never had an option where it's just like one thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, my option. Sticky would, floors? Yeah, sticky floors. <laughs> it's called a sticky Again, situation. Thank you for bringing the most important <laughs> Issues for the final episodes. Oh, I know. That's what I do. <laughs> While lounging on a curiously sticky bench in Suplex City, you begin to notice that almost every passerby seems to be mysteriously stuck to the pavement. Upon closer inspection, you realize that the ground is covered in chewing gum, which has turned, which yeah, which in turn caused the unfortunate and admittedly amusing precedent that pedestrians now have found themselves in. You are soon approached by a colorful mob of people majority of which are barely able to lift their own legs. There are three options. You're going full Singapore. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, ha- I, I have this one. Twist. I, I this thought one. it was familiar. Yeah. Don't install bins. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Seems like the right thing to do, <laughs> but all it does is attract the terrorists and give them a place to put their bombs. <sighs> that was not what happened. Was That's it? exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fallout. <laughs> Entire city's demolished. <laughs> <laughs> And Antropolian prisoners already clean clean the streets. Bins are by far the biggest evil ever to be invented in Western society. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, walking through Japan, barely bins anywhere. You, yeah. you throw yourself out at home or in your hotel or whatever you're staying. Yeah. And um, you take your rubbish with you. Yeah. Uh, you Yeah, well, I mean, like, you don't even really... Like, walking and eating there is not nice. So even mm-hmm. if you're at 7-Eleven, you eat outside the 7-Eleven, take your rubbish with you home and throw it out there. Yeah. There are bins. I mean, like, there are bins in, like, the 7-Eleven and stuff because like that. Because they it's, like, have filthy baskets. Westerners. Yeah. Is it is it a taboo to walk and eat at it's, the same time? Yeah, it seems rude. Like, you're allowed... It's not illegal. It's no, not no, like, no. If, if it's in Singapore, it would be illegal, but in is Japan it, it's Is not. it rude to walk with food in your hand and just kind of like smush it in the faces of everyone you walk past. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh. Well, walking and drinking is also rude. So you were, I would, it was during the middle of winter, I grab a coffee at 7-Eleven and I'm like, well, I'm just like, I need to catch a train, but I guess I just have to stand here and drink it oh. until I'm done and then no longer have it in my hand because walking with it in hand is, it's rude. Once again, it's not, no one's going to, yeah. I mean, a lot of people might stink eye you, but it's fine. Is it there rude some... to throw coffee on people <laughs> as you walk past them? I think it's implied, but I didn't see any specific directions not to. Option... Need to take this out. <laughs> Option one. Every time I go on a run, I find at least one piece of gum on my shoe, screeches Cisco Gennaro, um, while furiously picking herself up off the ground. I always end up stepping in the stuff and it's always a pain to get off. Gum is a health hazard, and it should be banned before anyone else finds themselves chew- or, uh, finds themselves chewing the pavement. If somebody has a problem with that, they can just find out. Sorry, find something else. No one, whatever. I'm not banning gum. Piss off. Question. Answer. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Any follow-ups? Have you ever tripped over a piece of gum? No, because I'm not like this weak human if, being. If I walk through it and it sticks to my shoe, it's just kind of like a few steps away. Like, oh. This is consistently sticky, and oh no, I've stepped in gum. Yeah, I've never like stepped in it and then like fallen face first because it's adhered me to the ground. Depends on how long it's been there. It can yeah. be 
it can be rock hard to try and scrape off. But does it? But it doesn't adhere, right? Well, no. Then it's just hard. But in the, but in the sense of you know a, a crack or some sort of yeah, you, know, thing, you could you know you can trip over really really tiny differences. It is it is possible. Maybe you uncoordinated. Well, <laughs> <laughs> says me with a chronic limp. <laughs> Option two. Don't listen to that gum-hating buffoon, exclaimed CEO of uh, Suborbit Gum Mint. Oh, the name is sorry, the name is Mint Breath while chewing loudly. Banning gum will cause tremendous uproar of unnecessary proportions. Gum can help people study and concentrate, and whilst they taste the great sensations of our sorry, the great selection of our flavor. I can't read anything tonight. This is Don't worry. It's almost over. Yeah. Um <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> Uh, great flavors, something, something that the government would surely support and even subsidize. Oh. You can have my gum and you pry it out of my cold, dead mouth. All right, so I can see why Andrew didn't pick this one. Not going to pay for a company to distribute gum to everybody. Yeah, I like how my problem is there's too much gum. Let me help you make more. Yeah, please, please give us more gum. I think this this whole option, this whole question is a trap. Oh, option yes. three is the bin option, <laughs> the terrorist win option. <laughs> Why not look for a different solution, asks uh, Athena Meyer as she helps her son clean the gum off his shoe. How about we place more trash cans? Place a few here and there, find anyone that doesn't put the gum in them, and I guarantee the problem will go away. All this gum will have these trash cans fresh and much more bearable. Blah, blah, blah. She abruptly turns towards her son who is now wandering away. Stop smelling the bins, she yells. Stop <laughs> smelling the bins. So this is interesting because I, I, can't, I don't. They're all. I know the fact that option three is the right option, but it's a trap. Of course it is, right? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. sounds so <laughs> reasonable. It's a problem of gum being disposed it's of in the streets. So the only why one not that really ad- addresses the issue? Why don't we? Why don't we create a place for you to put your spent gum? That makes perfect sense. I'm torn. I want it's a gummatorium, if you will. <laughs> I'm determined to fix my environment, and the option is to ban gum to do that. But I also don't like banning things. I thought my whole thing is That's to true. not ban things. Oh, the S- ultimate ethical dilemma in the in the penultimate episode. Yeah, um, I think because I'm curious what's going to happen, I'm going to go the option where I pay the gum lobby. Okay, so instead of doing your first instinct or the obvious correct answer, I'm going to do the one that seems like it's the worst option well, ever. We've established that this question is a trap, <laughs> so I'm going to spring the, the, the I'm going to spring the option which makes the I'm least sense. F- and see I'm, what not gonna, I'm not going to fight you, Seb. Like this is what you you've done to me the last few episodes. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's the Dwight Schrute school of deduction. I can't go with the most obvious answer because that's the most obvious one. I also can't go with the most least obvious answer. <laughs> Because that's exactly the next place they but want you to go. The least, most the least person, obvious answer. The person, the the <laughs> the solution most likely to get the desired result is the one that's most medium. Yep, this is a medium. <laughs> this is actually fueling the problem. If, yeah. if banning gum will be the wrong wrong answer for my culture, and apparently putting bins down is a trap, so I can only logically go with increasing the amount of gum. Sam, I know if this is nation bad, states has taught us nothing. It has taught us that there can be no good answer. Oh, I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to dismiss this late in the game. And I mean, going option one a ban would be the best move for my environment. But also, it's fine. I don't think the gum is the one thing holding us. Apart. I think it's the the, the the burning of the rainforest that did that. So I'm going with uh, paying out the gum lobby. Uh- <laughs>
breaking news. The population's jaw muscles put sharks to shame. <laughs> uh, green government going gangbusters. Socialists welcome increased public spending. Chamber of Commerce applauds <laughs> government initiative. Surprise jump in insurance sales, comma, fear. <laughs> how did, how did subsidizing gum increase fear? Charmlessness up Is it 10%. because people's jaws are so strong <laughs> that fellatio is just right out? <laughs> this is no more. And everybody's on edge because nobody can get a blowjob and relax. We finally did it. I was able to push my conservative values when it comes to premarital sex. Um, and I snuck it through with the gum lobby. <laughs> okay. Charmlessness up 10%. Retail up 9 Business subsidization up 6 Book publishing up 4 Obesity up 3 Economy, foreign aid, eco-friendliness, public education, they're all up too. I'm not going to read them all. Sure. The downs, trout fishing down 15%, tourism down 13 agriculture down 9 uh, environmental beauty down 4 so is weather and black market. All in all, is it environmental beauty is not the only environmental stat, is it? Is that it? Environmental beauty and I think weather? I think it's aggregated into, into weather two, and yeah. environmental. We're both down four percent. Is there another one, or that is that it? I, I, is there environment? There's eco eco friendliness, eco friendliness, but that's yeah. really eco friendliness went up two percent out of reference. <clears throat> yeah. So all in all, that's not the big hit to my um, environment that I thought it would be, and I didn't just open the door to terrorists. So that's a big win. Sure. What about all the dentists, Seb? What you're putting dentists out of work? Everybody has you know very nice teeth because they're chewing gum all the time in my experience is the more candy you have the, the more the dentists <laughs> get to see you right and he didn't he's not just selling sugar-free gum which is the, the standard in australia but i'm curious in this no in the u.s it's all sugar all the time yeah and we are we they are affected with the u.s hmm? they, they put sugar in everything everything's yeah. sweet sausage rolls have sugar in the pastry but strangely though their, sh their chocolate is not as sugary as our no, chocolate the chocolate is awful the chocolate yeah. is awful I mean, and, their, and their coffee's pretty bad too. I, mean, I will die on this hill. I, you have bad I chocolate. I don't think anyone's going to fight you. Like even Americans say that their chocolate is bad. I will uh, say though, our my go-to chocolate is Cadbury here. Like just like, just your normal run-of-the-mill plain chocolate. Sure. <laughs> Obviously, there are nicer chocolates, but like Cadbury's the easiest over-the-counter. You don't have to. It's the most ubiquitous yeah. chocolate. And even having it here compared to other countries. Ours is not the sweetest version. I've had the oh. if you at Woolworths they in the international sections you can buy like the UK or the the Scottish chocolate, Cadbury brand have it and it is painfully sweet comparatively. Wow. Well, it's, it's uh it's actually designed to be deep fried. It's sold in the UK, <laughs> so you know they have to preserve the sugar so that it can caramelize. That made a sick kind of sense, but like because <laughs> I, I tried both, because um, I, I saw them, I was like, oh, that's which they have both, and there's a noticeable difference. But I will say our chocolate was creamier, but theirs was just, yeah, just like white sugar kind sweeter as well, like yeah. that specific kind of sweet. Yeah, mm. interesting. Landfills filling up. Oh no, Andropolia. After claims of two-headed penguins being seen near the oh. numerous landfills of Andropolia, there have been calls for the government to act. Look at that thing. Wales famous environmentalist Milhouse Haynes pointing at one of Andropolia's largest dumps. It's an eyesore, a pollutant, and a damn disgrace. What we need to do is get everyone recycling their waste. What, <laughs> what we have left we can shoot into space in specially made space shuttles and we'll never have to think about it again. Sure, it'll be expensive, but considering the benefits to the great outdoors, I think we should consider it. Say Australia's had this option. It is. I, I don't think I took the shoot it into space option. No, 
So I, I blanked out. This is the garbage option. Yeah, yeah. I wanted you to shoot into space, yeah. but you were like, no, garbage island or something. Or but you burnt it. You, uh, yeah, I think I went Singaporean. Yeah, you burnt it burnt and it. used the gases to power some yeah. time machine or something. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> Uh, it's surprisingly difficult to recycle things. Yeah, you don't need to. You have a perfectly good sun. No, no. I mean, as as far as recycling the materials, most metals are pretty pretty okay with it. Aluminium, especially, is you know. Can you well, can well you rephrase recyclable. that for your United States colleagues? <laughs> oh, aluminium. Thank you. Oh, thank <laughs> God. Now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, it was actually named aluminium before it was named aluminium. Andrew, no, come on, don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It has a very interesting history. Also, it was called potato before it was potato. That's exactly so right. Technically, That's, that can't yeah. be true. They're the same words. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the pronunciation yeah. is different. Aluminium but and aluminium are different. You mean the pronunciation but, yeah. was different? <laughs> <laughs> but recycling plastics, the ones that um, it is possible to do anyway. Uh, quite often it turns out to be more energy intensive to recycle them than to just manufacture them from new. Andrew, I didn't come into this episode knowing that I was going to veto anyone. Uh, it's going to be you, this question, because I want to see what happens when you launch it into the sun. So let's read the options senselessly. It doesn't matter unless I forgot that there's a stupider option in there. Like, I don't think there's a stupider option. And I will say, I wonder how much rubbish we'd have to throw into the sun to actually make a difference to the sun. I don't think it's. I don't think you there's enough on the planet. Couldn't <laughs> no. throwing the whole Earth into the sun wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. So to like, the what is what, what is that? <laughs> it would lose? make a difference, but not a big one. Also, it's encouraging a space. Well, there'd be program. no one around to, to notice anyway. <laughs> I'm encouraging a space program. I once yeah. again, industry leader in your nation. Weird. No, no, Sev. They've Weird. already no. they've already created like several deep space. Um, yeah, but they haven't launched it into the sun. Because the sun's not in deep space. Is that a, is, is that a marker for success for space success? Is it what you launch into the sun? Absolutely. Have you really been to a farm even tipped a cow? Number two <laughs> of four. Ah, the expense. Moans Stephanie Palpatine, government economist. Do you have any idea what that would cost? A much better way of dealing with the waste is to burn it and use the energy it produces to power Andropolis' big cities. That's an the option. There may be a few side effects on the environment, but with all the cheap power coming. Who will care? I will say Singapore does this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Singapore does it very efficiently. Yeah. There is very little waste and, the, and it has actually improved the environment. Yeah. So and s- take that. <laughs> land- landfills as a practice, certainly in the, in the US, mm. generally do try and capture the yeah, de- the decomposing gas, yeah. uh, uh, methane uh, as a way of yeah, generating some power to power the, the yeah. needs of the landfill at least. But generally, they they can contribute to the grid. Yeah, quite I mean, Singapore has up around ninety seven percent, like yeah, just in their furnaces. Yeah. So guys, nobody's doubting how good this option is. It's just a pity we can't take it today. Otherwise, that's the dream. <laughs> oh, come now, says Barbie Vankman, a ne- nearby suburbanite. There's no need to bring all the pollution into the cities. These dumps can get a whole lot bigger, you know. Just keep piling the rubbish on, and we can use them as tourist attractions or something. People will flock to see how high they can climb our artificial mountains. And if we run out of space, we'll just knock down a few forests. No one will notice. Thank you. Thank you for this option. You know why? Because I'm going to make you choose between this and space, because I think space will win. And if not, welcome to Garbage City. This is, I can't lose. You're all missing the real solution, argues Philippe Cooper, president of the Andropolia First Society. 
Why should we bother building landfills at all? I'm sure that there are plenty of less fortunate countries out there who would be more than happy to take our litter in return for some cash. I think this is what you tried to suggest I do. Yeah. Yeah, export it. Yeah, Did certainly. I miss the sun option? It, what do you mean, miss it? Have you read it? The space option. That yeah. was the first one. That was the oh, first one. I, I thought it was further That's down the list. That's what sent you off on the whole No, rant. I just remembered from last time. I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I didn't hear that. I, <laughs> I think he heard me shoot, say shoot it into space. I see. Well, Andrew, those are all the options. There are four options. The first one is recycle what you can and shoot the rest into the sun. Yep, okay, so that's that's staying. Number two is to incinerate it. Okay, I'm vetoing that one. So that's one veto. <laughs> Number three is to uh, build huge landfill mountains. And, and turn into garbage town. Perhaps, you know, sell them as, as tourist attractions. That can stay. And number four vetoed. is to Doesn't export matter. It's vetoed. it. <laughs> and we're also videoing the dismiss. So please take up three vetoes and you can now choose between my beautiful sun option or becoming a garbage city. This is great, Zane, because... Don't try to appeal to me. No, 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 like no, no, I'm, no. Not, I'm not in on this game. No, no, it's fine because it's going to punish me next episode and I accept that because I got my internet back. It's fine. <laughs> but this is great because he's. I've given him a Sophie's choice. Yeah, you did the same to me both times yeah. that you did it. Isn't it great? I, I understand how this works. I still don't understand why you're so proud of it. No, because it's fun now, because he has to pick which horrible option. It has to be the sun option. That's unequivocally the best option there, because it's not. It's getting rid of the pollution, tick, and it's not living in it, double tick. But it's super expensive. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's cost versus literally turning his nation into a dump to... And the, they mean that just means that taxes will be raised. And he's also got to, he's got to get rid of that, that other land to turn it into landfill. This is so... It's, it's counterproductive to the issue of the environment's in, in trouble. That's... It, <laughs> no, there is no wrong answer. I'm Sorry, going, I'm going to go with the landfill mountains. That is not the exciting one that I wanted, but but it's definitely the worst option it's on the, the table. Wrong answer. No, 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 it's not the wrong answer, but it's I think it's the incorrect answer because I think it's more long term damage. I'm going to go with the with the landfill mountains because typical. You have a you have a perfectly good fun option on the table, Andrew, and you pick garbage mountain. Well, the you know expanding the landfills keeps the option alive for incineration. Or methane capture when, when this fails horribly next week when the when the world American spokesman delegation <laughs> leaves Andropolia for good and are not welcome back, their passports are numbers are stricken from the from the from the fly list. Have you picked it yet? Yes, I have. Oh, I was like one last minute appeal. Please hear me out. It's the sun. <laughs> Many of the country's largest dumps can be seen from space. I mean, with a telescope, anything can be seen. You know from what you space. could have seen from space? The, the planet from the, when you're going to the sun. Actually, I suppose it wouldn't have been manned, but if it was, wow. <laughs> the Anthropolia Sentinel reports life more exciting, shorter, survey says. Incomes rising, economist says. Tourist industry discounts benefit locals and houses flooded in freak storm. Charmlessness up 7%, political apathy up 35 and the death rate. Up a third of a percent. That's not too bad. I mean, for death, it's, any up is bad, but it's... Lifespan down half a percent. Tourism, strangely, down 4%. I'm shocked. 
You mean tourists aren't flocking to see your garbage city? <laughs> she Who pitched it. would have thought? <laughs> but the lady that pitched that, that it would be a tourist thing. That, that was the case. Weather down seven and environmental beauty. The big loser this week down 32%. Is, if you had just done the space mission, this wouldn't have happened. I take no responsibility for this. Of course you take you take no responsibility for things that you actively do. Yeah, but I, Rather than things that you just force upon others. I just, I just, Andrew. This is the this is the witch hunters again. You had a perfectly good, hilarious option, no. and you rather than let me have my fun and you launch into space, you've you've decided I will live in filth, so you can't Seb, smile. Seb, if you think this whole exercise has been about fun, <laughs> then you are severely mistaken, and I'm glad that you are so sorely disappointed. But just guys, it's the sun. Yep, it's the sun. Just before we sign off, can we just uh, get a final readout of the vetoes before the very final episode? <coughs> well, Andrew's got 12, many, right? Uh, I just want to know how many you've spent, like whether you're out now. I don't think I'm out. Zane yes. has had zero Correct. for some time. Well, well spent, I'm no on regrets. three or four from memory. Seb, you are on two veto points. Oh, yeah, because you, you have spent s- four and then three. You have spent eight. Yeah. Wow. Veto points in the last three episodes. Yeah. Including oh, I thought I was on 11 to start with. Was I on 10? No, you are 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. And Andropolia is still on 12. Yep. I thought you were one ahead of me, we said, not two. Because if I was on 10 and you're on 12, that's not right. That is right. I thought you said you were one ahead of me. No. Maybe I misheard. Don't worry. Doesn't matter. Two to go. <laughs> Join us next time for our very final episode. We will do an issue each and then we'll do a little bit of a roundup, but it doesn't count because Seb. Spend his vetoes. <laughs> and Australia is not the country that it used to be. It will spend <laughs> centuries recovering from what it has had to endure under the ministrations of the Sub-American people, one in particular. I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards a decreasingly Sub-American future. Don't act like we're the big heels here. I've been Sebastian of the United States of World America, uh, making the world better one video point at a time. <laughs> and I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. <laughs> Hello, all you beautiful people. I'm Jared, and I'm the host with the most of That Random Podcast. Have you ever wondered what nurses do when they aren't saving lives? Or what DJs do when they aren't spinning decks? Each week, me and a guest, and along with you, the listener, will dissect and look deep into these types of topics. It's heartfelt, funny, and filled with <laughs> OMG moments. But I won't tell you any. You'll have to come and listen for yourself. Just search That Random Podcast and have fun listening. Bye.